if you want to learn more about masterminds and how you can grow as a person and into the business that you're trying to create, then you're going to want to check out my good friend, Brandon Straza with the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey, everybody. We've got Randy Mullen today, the co-founder of The Reinvestors. Unbelievable nuggets that he gives us throughout this episode today. We start out by talking about learning about masterminds and his education through YouTube University. He talks to us about the power of learning it, using it, and then implementing it. We eventually get to the mentality of having one brain and how it learns together in the world of mentorship and masterminds. And then the continuous one that I love, the give mentality and what that really means and what it can really do. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today to help us do this, we've got Randy Molland with the reinvestors. Randy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Brandon. Let's just kick it off right away and let's roll it back a little bit. Take me back and tell me how you used to learn and then, you know, throughout the years and then how you're learning today. Yeah, I mean, obviously went through the traditional school systems where you sit in a classroom and you learn and you just get taught to and was never one of my fortes. I always learn by hands on. I'm in the trades industry or that's where I started out in. So the best way for me to learn was always just building and doing things. I never had a really big interest in going to university. It never excited me. It never sitting in a classroom trying to learn by being taught that way just didn't do things for me. So I learned best by being hands on and being involved. So when I got into the trades industries, it was perfect for me, learned very quickly, very easily. And what well, was no problem for me, you know, as I learned those skills, when I started learning about the new styles of educations, I learned through like listening to podcasts and then going and adapting it and then YouTube university and then going and adapting it. So learning the things and then going and doing the skill that I was learning was the best way I found to learn. And then as I grew, obviously starting to find more people around me that were doing the same style of learning, really got into masterminds is what they are. And just starting to get around like-minded people that were learning the same way that I could collaborate with and talk with. And it just kind of felt exactly like I was in trade school where it was like, hey, you know, I'm just here somebody would teach me how to do something physically or through a call. And then I go and implement it instead of just having somebody just lecture you and tell you how to do something, you would work together on projects and support each other along the way. So it's, it was a really cool journey going from learning how to, you know, be taught in school where they just give you pen and paper and say, learn this versus actually going out and working with people and asking questions and doing things hands on was really like the best way for me to learn. So what I'm hearing is practical application, see it, feel it, touch it, smell it, was more realistic and was more beneficial for you with other people's experiences versus sitting there with the standardized textbook and saying, like, read this and how does it make you feel or what can you do with this? Why was that hands-on experience so much more important from an early age compared to a lot of people out there? I'll just kind of deviate a little bit from that and say, this is the example that I learn the best in through the masterminds that I'm part of right now, where I'm a part of a mastermind where the host brings in a speaker to come in and present on a topic. Let's just say small business. And he's talking about how to do Facebook advertising. It's cool. You sit there, you learn, you take it in, 
But then you go sit in round tables and you discuss it and you go through the ideas and you talk about it with the people you're with and the business you're in. And you say, hey, I can apply this to my business this way. How do you guys think that I should implement this? And then you start, you start working with these people on different collaborative ideas. And then from there, you start working on how you can implement it into your business right away. So you're not just sitting there taking notes, learning about something that doesn't interest you. You're something that's actually practical to you, taking it, getting feedback through other people around you, and then implementing it right away. So being able to have those skills actually is the best way for me to adapt and learn and implement right away, as opposed to trying to memorize and learn and then saying, cool, when I need this, it's available. It's learn it, use it, implement it. All right. So I love what you just had to say right there. It sounds like through this, what you're getting out of it is you're learning from other people. They don't have to be specifically in your field. Obviously, you guys are the reinvestors. You deal with real estate, which we'll get into a little bit here shortly. But you're learning from different trades, different industries and how it's working for them. And then you're taking that same practical application and saying, hey, if I tweak this a little bit to my industry, would this work? And if so, how would we best implement this? So I've got to imagine you're getting a little bit of accountability. What is the value of that accountability by having these different people involved with this? Obviously, it's, it's so cool to go and hear from someone like yourself who's maybe in a different industry and then applying that to my industry in the way that you've implemented into yours, but works in mine. And that's what I think changes a lot of how to stand out in an industry. You hear a lot about that right now. Like, how do you stand out in your industry? How do you make noise? Well, it's cool. I can go into these different masterminds where I'm, you know, learning from guys right now. I'm a part of one where it's like, I'm learning how these guys are building their e-com businesses. And then we're saying, wow, how you're actually doing that marketing would actually attract different people into our business for our marketing. And that's something that, you know, like I'll use real estate as an example. It's like, you know, all the people in the industry have this same style of writing and the same kind of, you know, we're all going for the same goal of, Hey, how do we find properties? How do we, we buy houses and come invest with us. But how do you write that in a way that's so different that nobody's seen it before, but it's familiar context. So if I can take something in the econ business, that's getting people to click and buy a lot of their stuff and then apply that into my business, man, it's, it's a world changer because now my copy looks different. My wording is different. And you don't learn that by just being in a mastermind or just from the educational schools where they just say, Hey, this is how you do it. This is the one track dimension. You know, I can go learn from anybody, listen to how they do their business and then implement something from there into my own. Wow. I love it. You're not trying to recreate the wheel. You're just trying to do what other people in a similar space are doing differently by utilizing the resources that you have at you. So from what I'm hearing right there is you're investing in yourself in some form of a way with these masterminds. What would you say is the value of investing in yourself through different styles of mentorship right now? Yeah, I've spent a ton of money on different styles of education. I've done everything. I've done in-person conferences. I've done masterminds. I've done eBooks. I've done, you know, online courses. Typically online courses don't work for me. That's a similar style of learning that was in the schools, right? Here's the information, take it in, try and understand it. And I'm like, it just doesn't resonate with me. But when I go and listen to somebody and work with them and do it together, that's great. So live events are fantastic for me. If I can go to a live event, learn it, write about it, talk to people around me, implement it right away, amazing. If I can uh, work in masterminds, absolutely amazing and great. So by creating these different aspects of learning coming in, really has helped me get that way. So um, what are some of the value I've got from it? Like the things around the learning in person, God, you just learn so much better from seeing somebody on stage and feeling their emotion or feeling the person beside you talking about you with their emotion and being involved versus a uh, course where somebody's just boringly talking to you or through some other form where it's just not the same. 
has found it very different and very valuable for me. So I'm getting a lot of different information in from live events right now, in-person working togethers, and then small interactive groups. And let's be honest, right now we've got COVID going on worldwide. And so some of those live events and uh, those in-person trainings are a little bit differently. Do you feel that still using resources like we're using Zoom right now are as effective, or at least it's just putting a Band-Aid on what you're wanting to learn from? Yeah. And it's, it's a good mix. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we're involved in is a mix of online training and online and in-person training. Now, let me be clear here. I'm not saying like learning on video is hard. I'm saying learning from somebody teaching you through a screen is difficult. Something like we're doing, we're having a conversation is very different. This is no different than us hanging out in person talking. I can share my screen. I can show you my business. We can have a true conversation around what we're doing. So it's really a combination of both having these conversations with people all over the world. You know, some of my best friends live in California and I'm up in British Columbia, Canada. How is that possible? Zoom. It's amazing. And then a lot of the times trying to get together with people in person to gain those personal connections. That's where a lot of it's created and a lot of the personal connection. We can create a good connection over Zoom, but when you can see the person and hug them and high five them and feel good, it really does it. So although we're in challenging times right now, now there's no better time to get into something that allows you to do it virtually when you really get into it deeper. Once maybe COVID releases or COVID lightens up a little bit, finding things like online events, that's where you meet a lot of these people that are hosting masterminds that are hosting these trainings that are doing these kind of things is meeting at events, networking, getting out there, and then implementing that into the masterminds that they host or the people that are around you or joining masterminds and meeting people through quarterly trainings or however they do it. Yeah, no, brilliant. All right. So you've talked a lot about mentorship and learning from other people and taking their ideas. I got to ask you, who are you currently learning from and how'd you end up finding them? So I'd say my biggest mentor right now is probably Cole Hatter. He runs Thrive, Make Money Matter. And I'm going to say this. There's another guy. His name's Jesse Itzler. The guys I'm learning under right now, you shift. As you go through different seasons in your life, you want different things. And so when I first started, I wanted big business, sales. I was following guys like Grant Cardone and Brad Lee and a lot of those entrepreneurial sales guys that are just, you know, go out and, and crush it kind of things. Now I'm more focused on the core values of my life. What makes me happy? What do I actually want as a lifestyle? So when I follow guys like Cole Hodder and Jesse Itzler and them, you watch their stories and you follow their lives and, and get involved with what they're doing. A lot of their events and a lot of the things they run are around giving back, building connection, personal relationships, family time. Like don't just go build this massive monster business. What is that business going to actually feed? And that's your family, your friends, things like that. So have those relationships. We talk a lot of core values, right? So when, when you're going to look for someone who's going to be a mentor or an online figure that you follow, find someone not just in the business or industry you're doing it, but has the exact same core values as you or has something that you aspire to be. And so for those guys, for me right now, it's family watching how they interact with their kids and their wives and the people around them are things that just inspire the heck out of me. And so, yeah, those are the two guys that I'm following right now, pretty religiously. And what I do in that world is I'm obviously somewhat close to Cole being a part of his mastermind and getting introduced to guys like Jesse through him. I unfollow a lot of people on my social media. So during the season that I'm in, I'll go follow guys like Cole and Jesse and maybe Yaya Bacar is another one. I'll follow those guys. And then as I change seasons and want to get more into the business growth, I might start following more guys that are like Andy Frisilla and Ed Milet that are maybe doing a little bit more aggressive sales and a little bit more build your business, rah, 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 so that they become more prominent in my feeds for the season or the feeling that I'm in. 
Wow. I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's almost like you've got your four seasons. I mean, you're going from here to where I need those core values, you know, and that could be the winter months and you go into spring, you're like, Hey, I needed a little more of the family warm feeling, you know, go big to give big. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people don't always see is what are those core values and what's important in what your give back is. So would you say the reason I see on your shirt right there says go big to give big did Cole or any of your mentors, did anyone have a help behind that and make you realize that having a for-purpose business was important to you? Yeah. To describe a for-purpose business, it's basically a business that does some sort of giving back built into the business that it's in. So think Tom's shoes. You buy a pair of Tom's, they give a pair of Tom's away. Simple example. That's what really got me started. So I was listening to a podcast similar to this. I heard Cole on it sharing his core values of, hey, I believe in making money and making it matter. I want to build awesome businesses, but I also want to go change the world. So if I can live off of a million dollar lifestyle, a million dollar year lifestyle, I'm going to go build a $2 million year business and give a million dollars away and feel fulfilled in everything that I'm doing. So that was a huge reason why I started following Cole and got obsessed with him is because he had exactly what I wanted to create. I believe a ton of giving back. It's part of my core values, something I've always done. So when I got into his circle, learning from him has been one of the best things I've done and really just the community that's around him are very similar people. So again, when you're looking for someone, what's that community going to be like around them? And everyone that's involved with Cole believes in giving back and making money matter and building a for-purpose business. And so you can go into those conversations and say, hey, I've got this cool new product that I'm going to release and we're going to donate or do what we can with it to support other charities or other organizations. The feedback and support you get is unbelievable. Now, if you go out to a different group that doesn't believe in giving back and you share those ideas, they might think you're an idiot for giving a part of your revenue away. So that's why it's important for me that I found that as a core value and then got hooked into someone like Cole and the whole Thrive Make Money Matter community. It's a massive movement that he's doing. Absolutely just changed the trajectory of my business and how I'm going forward in what I'm doing and made me more excited about my business by getting involved with him. I think going forward, the community, the people, and other businesses are going to realize one of two things. If you're not a for-purpose business, I don't want to do business with you. And I think you're going to have fewer people on the other side that says there and say, I really don't care whether they do this or this. The selfishness, the individualistic idea of like, I can do this on my own is going to, is going to quickly dissolve because of the impact that companies like yours and like Kohl's and, and Tom's Shoes and so many others are making that if I can make $2 million and give a million back, my life's still really fulfilled. Like I still have a really good life. That doesn't suck. It's the way of the future. That's the way business is going. That's the way everything's looking at now. If you run a business, I would consider looking at it as an option. And if you're starting a new business, just book it into your numbers. Just literally book it into your numbers. And then that's how you buy businesses. Um, that's how we buy real estate. We buy real estate as we have a line item that says, give back on it. We put our number in that we give back per house, per thing, whatever we do. And then every time we buy, it's just booked into the numbers. And then it never even becomes a second guess or a second thought for us. Now we just have to go find better deals or deals that meet our criteria that meet our core values. We won't give up on that. So it honestly is just one of the most fulfilling things you can ever do. And then the cool thing is that as you scale and grow, so does your donation. So that place where you donate to as you scale and grow. So say we're doing one house a year right now. If we ramp that up to a hundred houses a year, our donations go up by that same percentage because they're tied to the product or service that we're selling. That's an important piece of that is the scalability of it. It's not just a one-time thing. It's a forever thing that's attached to the products and services that we sell. Yeah. And let's be honest. I know we're not getting into a lot of real estate today. You guys are doing more than one deal a year and, oh. and your give back is so much greater to the community, you know, up North. All right. So you guys are the reinvestors. 
how do you go from having an idea to actually executing what you guys are doing? Yeah, uh, it was purely investing in ourselves. Something that we talk a lot about in ours is financial education and your return on investment. When I first decided that I wanted to become a real estate investor, I knew I had little experience. I was 25 years old. I was just a trades guy. But all I did was, you know, I got on YouTube University. I found some ideas. I Googled how to make as much money as you can with doing as little work as possible. Found real estate investing. And then I just invested in myself. So I found a company that was doing some trainings. I invested to go to a one-day workshop. They upsold me to the three-day workshop. And then they upsold me into their masterclass, you could call it. When I did that, a lot of people judged me. And they said, wow, I can't believe you're going to spend that amount of money to be involved in this Ponzi scheme, whatever it is. And I said, you know what? I believe in what myself so much that if I can learn, and I'll talk real estate, if I can learn how to you know, buy a house or flip one house in real estate to make the money back that I spent, on that training program was one house. So if I can learn how to do one house, that money's paid for and then it becomes an infinite ROI. So I learned a skill, then I can implement that skill forever. So for the next 70 years that I'm alive, I can implement this skill of real estate. And at that point, it's just cash in my pocket because I learned that skill early on. So I invested heavily in my education with a positive return on investment, knowing that the skills I was learning were going to produce me income. And then from there, continued to grow in that space by getting connected to more people in that space. So I found, you know, I didn't go out and find a 70 year old guy who did real estate way back in the day. I went and found a group of young people. There's five of us that got together. Uh, We got on calls every single week for about eight months talking about how can we stand out in this market? How can we be, you know, as young guys and girls or females, how do we get people to invest with us? How do we get better product out there comparatively to the guys who have been in this game forever? And so having those like-minded people around me and the education that we all invested into really just propelled us because we're accountable to each other. We're working hard and we all had the same goals and objectives. And so, yeah, it was just investing in myself to begin with, finding like-minded people to grow that investment with and not giving up on it and uh, forever just expanding and growing my knowledge into now being more on the business side than the real estate side. We took the real estate route, but we use business as our learning platform and implement those skills into purchasing real estate. Yeah, everything keeps coming back to you investing in yourself, investing in the people around you and having that accountability and how important that is. And I think that's what sometimes is missing when people aren't finding what they're really looking for in mentorship and what they're doing for a living. And so, I mean, it's you're drawing from so many different sources to make sure that you're staying on track and also making sure you're staying ahead of the game versus an old school mentality. That really leads me into what, I, what I've been wanting to ask you, which is you have the team mentality around you, but you and your business partner really lead with that team mentality. When you bring in speakers and specialists to the group, what do you think the best way to find the right type of speaker for your tribe and the best way to find that person is when you're bringing them in with that team mentality? Man, we run 100% on, I do, gut instincts and core ethics, ethics and values. And then I look at your credentials and skills. That's how we bring people in to speak. And that's how we judge them. I don't want to bring in some guy just because he's got name value into our company and speak to my community or speak to my people if he doesn't believe in the same things we don't believe in. I don't want some guy to come in and tell me he's a complete capitalist and doesn't believe in giving back and do this. When I sit here and preach to my community, hey, we should all be looking at giving back in some way. So it's not always about the skills they possess or the name value they bring, but it's about aligning with the core values. And the second thing is, you know, how can I build that relationship deeper with them? 
So is there somebody there that I want to build a deeper relationship with that I can provide value by bringing them into my community, getting them in front of, you know, hundreds of people and then getting them all to follow and like him where now I can go back to him and say, dude, you had an awesome experience in my community. You're a great guy. Why don't we partner on something? How can I leverage that relationship? So when we bring people in, those are the main things that we look at is how can we grow with them? partner in some way or leverage our relationship that we're going to create? How do their core ethics and values align with what we're doing? And then making sure that they're of this same influence or same circle that we're trying to get into. So if we're going to bring in someone that's going to speak on whatever topic, maybe self-development, I want someone that's maybe investing in real estate themselves. So they might don't have to be a real estate investing guru but I want them to be involved in the real estate space so they can speak the language that my community speaks, which is so important because I don't want somebody to come in and say, yeah, go buy a bunch of stocks when my community is real estate and I'm sitting here preaching real estate. So a lot of that stuff goes into our mind when we're looking at who do we want to bring in and speak and how do they align with our audience that we're presenting to them. Wow. Love it. As you guys are growing beyond the limits of where you originally started and you start to help people and see the breakthroughs what has it meant and what will it continue to mean when you see that your community break through by what you're bringing to them? Yeah, I got uh, one really cool story that, that blew Steve and I away that we run a monthly meetup every single month where we just bring in different service providers to speak on real estate investing. And we had one guy show up, found us on a Facebook ad on Facebook, came to our live in-person meeting. In that meeting, we were talking about how they could leverage other people's money. It's something we talk a lot about in real estate. He went home rethought about his entire business plan. He's starting to build houses and he's like, man, him personally could do one a year. But he said, I have the skills and knowledge to do 10 a year. He said, all I need is just more people with more money. So instead of me doing this by myself, why don't I just bring in some other people that have money and I do all the building for them. And he reached out to us about two months later and said, hey guys, I got a cool story for you. I came to your meetup. You guys talked about other people's money. I went out and asked a bunch of my friends if they want to do the same thing I was doing and I'm going to build 12 houses this year. And overnight, it changed that quickly for him. This is year two for him and he's now on track to do, I think, 25 houses this year. And he said, had he not came to one of our meetups, he probably wouldn't have thought of this idea where he is now general contracting or partnering with every single one of these houses where he created a multi six-figure income from the general contracting and is part owner in a lot of the houses that he has and has set himself up incredibly. So stories like that inspire me to keep doing what I'm doing and keep it moving forward and, and bringing in these speakers and bringing in these ideas. Cause this guy was successful. He was, you know, he was a, a hairdresser that was making a hundred thousand dollars a year, lived a pretty decent lifestyle. And then we just blew his lifestyle up. And now he loves us. He loves, you know, sharing his story. He comes out and speaks at our events. The testimonial is amazing. And I got, endless stories of that, you know, the other cool thing now is that we're partnering with a lot of people. So now that we've also created this community, created these groups, the biggest thing for us is that, hey, we're partnering with people inside that might not be as advanced as we are, but we can provide the knowledge to them. So now not only are we just teaching from stage, from Zoom, from wherever, but we're actually bringing people along with us saying, cool, you've got a house or a product. Why don't we work together on it? And so now we're actually partnering because we've cultivated such an amazing community that we trust the people in our community to do business with them. And I think that's one of the coolest things is the connections that we're making now by people that are smarter than us that are, you know, in this thing, that guy that's building houses, we're actually bringing in some capital to invest in his company now 
of building houses. Like it just, it's just cool how you can meet somebody so quickly, become aligned with them and then partner with them as opposed to just try and be a, a guy at the front of the room. All right. So we're talking about that community. We're talking about you meeting up, having these monthly Zoom calls from stage or wherever it is. What can someone expect when they come to your mastermind that you guys have been building? What should they expect to get out of it? Biggest thing is just relationships. We've been a part of a bunch of different masterminds. We know the different styles. We've been a part of a bunch of different groups. The thing that we found the best is training and then implementing and networking. We'll have somebody come in and speak to our community. They'll learn, they'll understand, they'll learn something new or a new topic, but then we'll do round tables. And it's, and all it's about is connecting or meeting other people because all it takes is that one person to meet with, to build a whole new relationship and change the trajectory of your business forever. So we are heavily investing in relationships. So our speakers are great. They do what they're supposed to do, educate you. But the purpose of what we do is getting around like-minded people. There's that quote, you know, you're an average of the five people that you hang out with the most. So you don't come into a mastermind or to our communities or to our groups saying, man, I'm going to learn from these speakers and I'm going to go out and implement it myself. And I don't even have to talk to any of these people in here. It's a mastermind because you're one brain coming together. So when we bring a speaker in, we say, hey, here's the topic. Here's what you're going to speak on. Now circle up in your groups of five or 10 or whatever it is. And each of you talk about how you're going to implement this into your business. And then everyone else around also gets to put in their input on how you can implement that or make the changes. So when you come to something like us, huge things are networking, getting to know other people, getting around more like-minded people, feeling comfortable with your ideas. Obviously, we bring in some great speakers and do some really awesome stuff with the speakers that we're able to bring in. You know, they share their stories and everything they've been through. And it's a really cool thing. Yeah, those are kind of like the main things are speaking and then interactive collaborations, and then partnerships. Uh, sorry, it was the third thing I was thinking of there, where it's, it's you know, we're either partnering with us or inside the group, inside our community, we have people now that are becoming friends and partnering in projects. One person says, hey, I have this skill, and the other person says, I have this skill. If we put them together, we can actually go do something. And, you know, we always say, you know, I'd rather have a small percentage of something than 100% of nothing. So we take a lot of partnerships that are 15, 20% of deals that are just paying us out for doing this skill that we're very talented at. We don't have to go create a new skill and try and learn it to do it ourselves. I just sub that out to somebody, give them a portion of the thing and then partner with them. So that's what it's all about when you come and spend some time with us. We're all about getting networking, connected with people around you, providing you the education you need, and then cultivating the partnerships so that you can expand and grow really quickly. Yeah. It's the multiplier effect. One plus one equals three. And I yeah. know the math's off on that one, but I think the, hopefully the audience gets the idea behind it. All right. So as we start to you know round this out, tell me, what are you guys excited about that's going to take place over the next 12 months that we might not know about right now? Yeah, there's two really cool things. One, we cultivated a lot of really awesome partnerships. Originally, when we started out, it was how, what can we do ourselves? What can we do ourselves? And as we learned you know, from guys like Grant Cardone and Cole Hatter and stuff, they said partnering is the new way of the future. You know, when audiences are so big, when there's so much attention out there, being able to collaborate and work together. So we took that and ran with it. We went and found some developers in our space that are looking at doing some bigger projects and said, hey, we've got an audience, we can raise capital, we've got these skill sets. Do you guys want to bring us onto your team and we can work together and we can eliminate a lot of the hard stuff that you guys don't want to do? So we've just created some really amazing partnerships on some big developments, apartment buildings, and some cool things for purchasing. And what that's allowed us to do is we're creating a new mastermind launching here at the end of the year where it's going to be very higher end, but 
also around partnerships. So it's going to say like, Hey, you're in real estate. You've done multiple deals. You've been trying to do this yourself. Why not expand your portfolio and look at the different opportunities that are out there with different people? So maybe you're out there buying and flipping houses, but you've never done a buy and hold where you're a landlord. Maybe you don't want to be, but someone like myself, who's very good at being a landlord, you can go buy the house and flip it and I can come in and landlord it. Those are the connections that we're trying to put together. And that's something that we haven't done a ton of on a higher level. We've done a lot of it on the basic level to the masses. Now we're going to launch something where it's experienced people coming in, learning from experts, and then creating some amazing partnerships. So those are the two things that are going to be cool to us. And then being able to share our experts or the people that we're partnering with to this community to help them expand and grow as well. Wow. It's the value add. That's a really, it's a big thing that... I hope more people are starting to understand is the more you give, if you need to know what that exact return is, you might not know, but it'll be exponential beyond numbers, beyond emotions, beyond the time that it frees you up. You've got to go with the give mentality because of what your community, what your tribe, what the people in your mastermind are going to get back in return and then probably give to you as well. Totally. And we talk a lot about relationship capital. That's, that's what we're building relationship capital, right? If you find somebody who is someone you connect with or somebody you get along with and you can make an introduction with them and have a conversation, build some relationship capital, provide them some value, go like their stuff on Instagram, go share a few of their posts. And then when you need, you can reach out to them and say, hey, man, I would love for you to come speak to my community. And also like, wow, yeah, you've, you've supported me along my way. I want to support you along your way. And so I would say relationship capital is probably the, the number one currency going forward. That is going to be the most important thing is 100% relationship capital. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That's, that's something that I've learned a lot more about in the last few years with groups that I've been a part of. It is that networking and it's what value you can bring by introducing two like-minded people and what they can do for each other they might not know initially. So Randy, what's the best way that someone can get a hold of you? It'll be in the show notes as well, but I always like to ask our guests, what's the best way someone can get a hold of you? Yeah, for sure. We're all over social media of every aspect under the reinvestors, the RE investors. And then me personally is just at Randy Molland everywhere and uh, on our website at thereinvestors.ca. All right. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate it. We've got Randy Molland with The Reinvestors. They're an amazing organization and they have built this amazing brand that, you know, they're all about go big to give big. Randy, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much, Brandon. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.